Hello, I'm Matt. Hello, and I'm Joe. And welcome to Matt, Matt Joe, Matt, Matt Joe Men. Men Music Reviews Podcast. Two chums on a journey of musical discovery. Sharing their favourite albums with one another. And also listening to classic albums for the, for the first, first time, time together. together. Oh. I think Zoom's better at syncing than Messenger. Yeah, that sounded quite out of sync, though. But it's not obviously still out of sync, you know, it's not bloody... Did the Rolling Stones just, record you know, a, sing- it's a something, new single, like, via the internet? It's something that we're going to have to just deal with while we're all I think it's funny not being other. in sync. Yeah, it's a bit of character classic, to, the, it? to the old body waddy woo woo. <laughs> how do you, how are you diddly doing? I'm going completely mental, if I'm honest. I'm ready for this to be over. Ah, yep, I'm ready. Why? What? Ready have you, to what's get the mentalist thing you've done during this thing? I oh. <laughs> too too mental to say. Way too mental to say. <laughs> Way too mental. I was talking to a rock while I was riding a bike earlier. I That's all right. Yeah. And I talked to a rock. Um, what I, is that all right? Yeah. I kind of do do that kind of shit anyway. So. Yeah, I do that anyway, yeah. especially if I'm driving with no music on. Oh, yeah. I talk. Full monologues. Yeah, yeah. Full I, monologues to yeah, myself. Yeah, I, uh, I've um, been working on what I've been doing, seeing as, you know. What have you been doing? Not much to do. I've been working on my Beatles impressions. <laughs> Would you like to hear them? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm John Lennon of the Beatles. My, <laughs> my, my wife's a Japanese performance artist, you know. Imagine the right that there's no heaven. <laughs> I think it's easy if you try. But I don't know about that because I tried doing it and uh, I remembered. Oh no, I've done it wrong. <laughs> Imagine there's no possessions. It's easy if you try. Well, not for me because I've got a fucking car. <laughs> and then no, uh, that's, that's, John Lennon. that's John Lennon. Okay, yeah. Go on. <laughs> fucking I'm Ringo Starr of the Beatles. Oh no. Thomas had been a very naughty engine. Thomas had been <laughs> listening to the song Imagine by John Lennon of the Beatles. And he he started thinking, Imagine if there's no possessions. And then he thought, I'm a possession. The fat controller owns me. Also he thought, isn't it weird that I'm an anthropomorphic train? And then Paul McCartney goes <laughs> Oh, I'm Paul McCartney. And maybe we should all just get get along. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what about George Harrison? I don't. He's a count, does he? <laughs> I. Uh, well, he's one of the I, better. I'm John. The See, my, my John Lennon's not really John Lennon. It's just another scouse. <laughs> well, you sounded like Silla Black, if I'm honest. I'm a lot of lot of lot of lot of lot of Silla Black blind dates. <laughs> That's my Silla Black impression. You're just taking the piss out of a Scouse accent now. No, I think... Where do you come from? The city of Liverpool is a wonderful culture... One city of culture, didn't it? It did, yeah. I remember I went to get a new passport (laughs) and it was celebrating that there was the city of culture. It was actually really cool. I did a gig there. 
there's this bits that's you know they have like most cities manchester leeds northern cities have like disused warehouses and then they tart them all up to be really cool they did that in this yeah. bit of liverpool but it wasn't like old warehouses it was like like new build estate new build industrial estate buildings oh yeah mm-hmm. which i was just like these are these are Buildings were made in the 90s, and now they've just turned them into cool bar. But there was loads of it. It's called the Baltic Triangle. Cool place. Cool place. Liverpool. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. So if you've got any other impressions that you'd like to work, uh, us to work on, please do suggest either on via the Facebook page or via the email, which I can't remember what the email is. I, it's not hard to, to remember it. Isn't it? Do you know what it it's, is? I do. <laughs> what is it's it? Mad, it's <laughs> reviews at gmail.com. That's reviews at gmail.com. Steve can't remember it for some reason. I suppose, on reflection, that is quite memorable. Because it's just the name of the podcast. It's a bit wordy, <laughs> though, isn't it? It's a bit oh, yeah, wordy. Oh, fucking... But should we get should we do a new one that's no, let's not confuse. Nah, because it was such a people can't fucking type. People need to type things. Anyway. Yeah. You know. We've got time on our hands now. Um cool. Any other news and business? (laughs) No, not not no. I mean we're all stuck inside pretty much. Have you not been working on your Lister impression? He's from Liverpool. Well, yeah, a bit. What's go and do your Lister impression? Rimmer. 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 But how'd you do that, Hall? Smeg. <laughs> What's Vindaloo. he? Vindaloo. It does amuse me that he likes curry. That's funny, isn't it? Yeah, he sweats Madras sauce. I've been, been working on the, a lot. on the Holly impression. Well, I'll come and do. All right. What's happening, dudes? Oh, is it? All right, dudes. What's happening in Groove Town? What's happening in the guy? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Very good. Impressions. Impressions. Okay. With, exactly. So maybe without further ado, should we get into the first review? Which is what? Yeah. Um, ooh, what did I set you? So I set to you, use your fingers by Bloodhound Gang. Use your fingers is the debut studio album by Bloodhound Gang. Debut. It was released... On Jan- July 18th, 1995, by Cheese Factory Records. Some of the songs on the album were re- reworked versions of demos from Bloodhound Gang's earlier demo tapes. Brilliant. So if, without further ado, <laughs> you're a Jew. Um, what did you know of the artist before this? The Bloodhound Gang. Yeah, I've been, been acquainted with them for some time. Uh, mainly because of the bad touch. That's the that's the biggie. I remember. I remember like ah, that's the about sex. <laughs> the dressers do- as doggy dogs in the video. Um, yeah. So I, I knew the bad touch. I knew the ballad of Chasey Lane and their cover of the Roof Is on Fire by Rockmaster Scott and the Dynamic Three. I didn't. I didn't know that. You knew all the greats. Well, no, you knew I, all the mainstream ones. I didn't know it was a cover until. So you were older. Well, till just the other week. Oh. <laughs> I just I just sort of said that as if I knew it was a cover. Did you? No, I always thought it was by the Bloodhound Gang originally. And um, but that's oh, did you? Why well, did you not? 
Well, no, I always, the, the thing is, not to talk about them too much now from my perspective, but they reference so many different bands and, oh, and hip hop groups. Oh, I know that, that so much as well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then what were your expectations going in? Uh, I had one expectation and that was uh, it'd be silly. Silly, silly, yeah. silly. <laughs> well, you were right about that, I imagine. I, I imagine I was. So, <laughs> did you like it? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, 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 it's pretty much. Um, I'm, I was surprised that it was all hip-hop, apart from one song, because uh, of the three songs that I had heard, two were rock and one was Eurodance with rapping on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I thought I thought there'd be a mix of rock and rap. I don't know. <coughs> um, no, this what this the the first one is a lot more. Yeah. Hippity happy. That is that is a surprise, it? you know, for me. Was it a pleasant one being uh, a, a hip hop man as yourself? Yeah, it was pleasant enough. I mean, yeah, quite nice. Uh, yeah, so it's all rap and it's. Uh, a lot, and like the Beastie Boys, obviously, very specific, specifically licensed to ill era Beastie Boys. Mm. I know I'm not the guy from the Beastie yeah, Boys. Yeah, even says that. Um, so yeah, not a bad thing being like the Beastie Boys. I really like the Beastie Boys, so something that's like that is good. Uh, I, can, I can also hear other influences too, though, but not many. Uh, Dougie Fresh and Bismarcky. Uh, I can hear uh, Bismarcky is a very silly '80s rapper. I don't know if you're aware of him. He's a he's, no. he's a comedy joker rapper. So that's the influence there. But then there's like some specific nods to him. But then, like you say, there's specific nods to fucking loads of stuff. So yeah, uh, definitely very silly, very crude. Uh, not quite, quite to my liking comedy wise, but it probably would have been in the '90s. But that's because I was a child then. And, you know, like, being rude was, like, more of the in thing then. And also, comedy rap in the last 20 years is, in a way, it's fucking better than ever. You know, it's stuff like Lonely Island. Like, the funny... You know Lonely Island? No. You know, I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. You don't know that? No. Oh. Oh. Ah. Well, Yeah. I'm sure some of our audience members do. Maybe check it out. It's hilarious. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm a bit of a... I mean, I like funny hip-hop. It's what an important part of hip-hop. In the 80s, yeah. it used to be like... A bit more like you could mix it up. like Especially stuff like NWA. Literally in the same song, they have like a funny bit and a serious bit. And rappers don't really do that as much now. You're either funny or you're not and... I don't know. I think that's a bit of a shame. Anyway, going for a tangent there. Uh, but yeah, the beats are good. I like the beats. Uh, we are the Knuckleheads samples It's Just Begun by the Jimmy Caster Bunch, which is a very iconic old school hip-hop breakbeat. Um, there is a lot of samples that I recognise, but that is a really good one, and that is a really good mm -hmm. song. And it's a... That one. Um, I do get American football, high school frat boy type vibes, which I'm not a massive fan of. But again, that's the Beastie Boys thing, um, I guess. But then they were... See, in this documentary, little spoiler, they were all like... The Beastie Boys, were when their first album, apparently they were pretending to be frat boys and then 
all the fans were frat boys and then they were like, you know, it's a bit like Al Murray pub, pub landlord because he, he was meant to be taking the piss out of dickheads by being, pretending to be a pub landlord and everyone took it at face value. That sort of thing. The parody, that's sort of the Beastie Boys. They were meant to be sort of like, ah, we're a parody of frat boys. But though, and then like everyone took them seriously. But anyway, so that's the thing. Uh, I didn't like the song. <coughs> she ain't got no legs. Kind of crossed the line with shock humor there, being all like rude about people yeah. in wheelchairs. That's. The I mean, it's it was out in the in nineteen ninety five, and it was a. Uh... When different you know, time. Different time, the Wild West. I think, like, again, going on about the Beastie Boys, uh, it's like what they, it's almost the same concept that they did with Booming Granny. You know the song Booming Granny? But it's about fancying a really, really, really old lady. Oh, yeah. Which is so funny because it's like, ha you know, there's a big age difference. Whereas, like, fancying someone in a wheelchair, that's. That's fine. Like, why wouldn't you? Anyway. Well, um, I mean, in this song, I don't think... It doesn't sound like they're... They're not being mean about it. They're just they? like... I can't remember now. They're just using it to make jokes. <laughs> about people not having sh- any legs? Shit jokes. But they're not like, <coughs> oh, you haven't got any legs. They're like, I love you despite you not having legs. Yeah. Yeah, but then that's... Yeah, but they're not like really serious about it. I think that's not a serious take on like, hey. Anyway. Yeah, that's a bit, no, a bit crossed the line. But yeah, uh, but then generally I did like it. Other than that, it's, it's quite it's quite good hip-hop, really. It's good silly hip-hop generally, so yeah. I was curious I to see what you thought about it because I know it's very silly and you, you know, you're a, you, I get the vibe you take, take your hip hop seriously. But I take silly hip hop so seriously. I'm a bit Well, weird. okay, yeah. I thought you might be like, if it's silly, oh, no, I don't God. listen. No, 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 no. No, no. I, I, it's a good I year. Of... It's a good year. That's the type of hip hop head I thought you are. Ooh, it's no, I don't year. think there's enough silly in it in hip hop these days. There needs to be more silly because it's, that's what drew me in as a hip hop fan initially was was the the silliness I think of some of it some of it but all of it it's just like it can be when to do it well is actually quite hard you know I've got a fucking song called Hosepipe Band that's, well that's do you know that's silly I, isn't it I remember talking to a, an old girlfriend about you <laughs> and she was like well he's a, he's a silly rapper isn't he and oh. I was like what I. I, I thought you're just a rapper that does it's, some silly shit. You're a funny rapper. Song. Yeah. But I didn't think you were just uh, known as a silly rapper and I was a bit shocked. Well, if she's heard one song, then that's what she's going to think because that is society now. If you do one comedy song as a rapper, then then you're like, that you're a comedy rapper. You know? Yeah, you, you fuck one girl yeah, so and you're I'm... a girl fucker for the rest of your life. <laughs> Yeah, so I uh, I think yeah, society. I am I like on my the stuff I do with China Shop Bull. I think every song there's like the one odd line that's a, a kind of a daft line, but then there's series. You know, I try to mix it up in one song a lot of the time. Getting so. that bounce, yeah. So that's moving my, on. My opinion. <laughs> Good opinion. Well, <laughs> an opinion. Thank you for the wrong opinion. Um. What was your favourite song and why? Uh, a Legend in My Spare Time. 
That is, uh, yeah. It's just a banger, isn't it? Naughty by nature and wide by choice. <laughs> Sound of my voice makes you better in his voice. Are you yeah, know the words. Well, yeah. That, that, all the bingo, words. Bingo, bingo. Yeah. The whole well, album. No, but I, that I know quite a lot from when I was, like, young. Really and great. I listened to Bloodhound Gang a shit ton when I was, like, 18. They're ingrained in your brain. A silly, silly young man. Oh, you liked a bit of silly. You still that are. Very silly. You still are a silly. Yeah, still a bit of silly. Um, so yeah. Like, why did you like that? Why did you like it? Uh, it's just, it's just a banger. It's very much sticking to a standard rap formula, but it's just some well-delivered beats and rhymes. Did you like the line where he's like, basically, ha ha ha? Don't you ever come to the suburbs because you wouldn't understand the suburbs. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it's, good. You know, it's like it's flipping on its head what's normal for, like, gangster rap, isn't it? Yeah. But it's also true. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't understand. Did you other. have any, uh, were there any other songs that you enjoyed? Or just, oh, just I can't remember one? now. I mean, we we had the Knuckleheads. Um, that's a good one. Yeah, just because, like I said, I Jimmy Caster's song. But, um, the, hang on. Oh, I've got it now. Did you like uh, the Cuckoo Kachoo one? Cuckoo Kachoo. Yeah, um, what's the, you pretty when I'm drunk. I actually knew that one um, because... Uh, yeah, that's a funny one. It's uh, Nobby in my band, in, Nobby from China Shop Bull. He's, he's like rapped slash sang that song a lot in my presence just when we're, I don't know, places hanging out. Ah. Yeah, but he's, <laughs> the thing is, every time he... <coughs> Every time he raps the chorus, you, I'm pre- you're pretty when I'm drunk, and I'm pretty fucking I'm drunk. Pretty fucking and then drunk. He, he giggles after, and like he's done it numerous times, and he always goes, "And I'm pretty fucking drunk." <laughs> and he like, still, you know, what is this like? Twenty five years ago, he's still like laughing at that chorus, even though yeah, that, but that's it's <laughs> funny. It's a funny song. I mean, yeah, it's a funny song. It's actually quite a clever. Anyway, I'll get to that as a lyric, but yeah. So, quality. I mean, do I like it? Would I think if I heard it as a song first, I think I'd like that more. It's a bit more eye rolly now because I just I'm associating associating it with Nobby laughing to himself. It's that you, that, uh, that and crazy. Do you rap. not like Nobby then? No, I like <laughs> Nobby. You know when you Nobby. mates do Ooh, like Nobby. cringy. Oh, he's doing this again. It's that and crazy rap, and he'll rap bits of crazy rap and just go, ha at the... <laughs> what was your favourite lyric? Fair. What was your favourite lyric, sir? My mum's got opposable thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Your mum's Queasy Jefferson. Wheezy Jefferson, which I was like, Wheezy Jefferson is a rapper in Leeds. And I just thought it was his name. Well, maybe his made-up name. But yeah, it's a character in a TV sitcom called The Jeffersons. He's a woman. But yeah, your mum's got to pay possible thumbs. Brilliant. That's that's a brilliant line. And Is that it? the one line that you've said wrong. The one line that you've said wrong. Why have I said it wrong? You said your mum. Oh it's my, my mum. yeah, my mum's got possible thumbs, your mum's Weezy Jefferson. <coughs> that and and I'm pretty yeah, like I said for um pretty, pretty when I'm drunk, pretty fucking drunk. Because that's actually it's one of those that's stupid and clever at the same time. See that's a, that is actually like uh, if you're going for like comedy hip hop, that is actually basically what you're aiming for, because you sort of like, oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, you know, that is it's like a joke, isn't it? A joke's 
like a literal joke is clever and silly because it's silly. So it's it's because he's using this, the the word pretty, the double meaning of the word pretty, basically. <coughs> um, so yes, yeah, so, yes. Mm. yeah. No, it's it's a bit it's a bit like good year. Yeah, yeah. Good getting year all fucking intellectual about the fucking something so <laughs> stupid, but yeah, it's true. It's true, and it's and it's what fucking. This is what battle rappers do, basically. It's like if you had like if that song never existed and like uh you just said in a in a rap battle your mum's pretty when i'm drunk and i'm pretty fucking drunk and like just as part of a whole rap battle then people be like oh shit oh shit everyone know what it well i'm not rap battling for a while but anyway yeah now we'll be like oh i used it yeah yeah (laughs) i mean so um any other general thoughts then what score do you give it out of five I have no other thoughts that I can remember. Uh, <laughs> a solid 2.5. 2.5. That's a 2.5 from Joe. For a hip-hop one, never the... Needless, I don't know. From a hip-hop one as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Good. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. It's, it's perfectly in the middle, isn't it? Perfectly in the middle. Cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... Oh, um, so why did you pick this album for me and you talk for a bit? <coughs> so basically, I um, when I was about 18, 17, 18, when I passed my driving test, my mate made me a CD with all the Bloodhound Gang, the, the three Bloodhound Gang albums on at the time. And uh, being a silly young man that I was, the silly young man that I was, and still am a little bit, I um, I absolutely loved the Bloodhound Gang just because of how daft they are and then just grew to, to like them. Just musically, a lot of the lyrical content's very fucking silly and very juvenile. But some of them, like you've said, are pretty clever. Mm. And he makes a lot of references and there's a lot of influences. And, you know, I've, I've read up on them and, and had tour videos of them and that. And yeah. Jimmy Pop, the main guy, the main Jimmy rapper Pop. who's yeah. in all of them because they lose one of the rappers after this album. Daddy Longlegs, I think. But the guy for the beast. But he actually, despite how silly they are, he actually takes the output quite seriously. And you can tell that in the songs. And, you know, and then they're just doing songs about shagging. <laughs> but that's, that's, I like them. I still, occasionally, I'll still put them on if I need need to feel in a good mood. I've, and need to need something silly. I always play Ballad of Chasey Lane a lot. Yeah, that's that's me karaoke go to because they never have the the good, they never have the other songs, they never have the silly ones. They always have that or bad touch, the bad touch. Oh yeah, bad touch. Yeah. But yeah, if it, if I'm doing a Bloodhound Gang, it's usually Ballad of Chasing Me, which is a different album. Yeah, yeah. That's well, all that, I've got to say about that. That would be a good song if the lyrics were not about eating ass, just the sort of riff and structure of it. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes I forget that it's about eat something so rude. But anyway, yeah, I forget how rude it is. I forget when I'm just when I'd be walking around rapping bits of it, and I'd be like, oh, that is your what I'm ass. saying. It's very Ooh, rude. Sorry, sorry, love. <laughs> Not you, honestly. And for listeners at home, we're twiddling our mustaches, twirling our mustaches like a couple of villains. Excellent. Diddly diddly do. That was review number one. Oh, that's a rhyme. 
<laughs> so diddly diddly do, let's get into review number two. Woo 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 woo. Uh, Matthew, uh, I had you reviewing Joy as an Act of Resistance, which is the second studio album by English band Idols, released on 31 August 2018 by Partizan Records. <laughs> Sounded like a robot then. Matthew, what have you heard of the artists before the now? That was Italian. Never heard of them, mate. Nope. Never heard of them before you assigned them to me. Oh, well. No idea what type of music they were. So. And so I didn't really have any expectations because I was like, I've never heard of the idols. They're not even these, just idols. <laughs> just so start. I was just going in blind on this one. Okay. However, I had some expectations just because you've previously assigned albums, well, yeah. <laughs> which I've mostly enjoyed. But you know, you never know. It might be the one, might be the shit one. Oh, it might be, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, what did you think? I very much enjoyed them. Oh! <laughs> they're, they're my favourite British punk band who don't describe themselves as punk. Which is unusual. I didn't know that. No, they've explained that they don't class themselves as, oh, as right. punks or a punk band. <laughs> Even at gigs, they're basically saying, we're not a punk band, despite this being the most fucking punk yeah, yeah, band I've it? ever oh, heard. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, they that... are. I mean, I looked at them, though. I looked at pictures of them, and they didn't. Yeah. They dressed just like sort of hipstery dudes. Yeah. A very punk sound. Very the punk. drums are punk, the guitars are punk, the vocals are punk. He says punk, even Wikipedia, it says genre punk rock. Yeah, but they don't think it. And the, the vocal style and pattern, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. Okay, you so know, as opposed- and pretty fast, pretty fast by normal standards, and they've they got quite catchy songs. Do you know what? I quite, they're one of my favourite British punk bands now. Cool. Well, that's a big, mm. that's a biggie, isn't it? Yeah, I'm still giving them a one. No, I'm yeah. joking. Let's get to that in a bit. Let's get to that in a bit. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, they're probably... Yeah, me too. Go on. <laughs> we're not punk. cool to say you're not a I'm, punk We're not band. punk. I'm it's, not a person. It's cool to say you're not the genre that you are. This isn't a society. This isn't a podcast. Like, That's what we should do. This isn't a podcast. Oh. Well, you could be like, I'm not a rapper. I'm a poet. I'm not a rapper. I'm a worder. A wording. I'm a wordsmith. Oh, Ooh, I'm a wordsmith. There is a rapper called I'm a wordsmith. wordsmithery. Which? How does he rap? I'm wordsmith, motherfucker. He's British. I can't remember now. London. Does he sound like Scroobius Pitt? No. No, no, no. He's, uh-huh. he's much better. Ah, oh, Scrooby. I can't remember. I can't remember. Anyway, um, what's the next question? What is your favourite song on this album? My fave song is I'm Scum. Oh, yeah. It starts... I haven't heard... I'm sorry, but I haven't heard these songs that I'm describing for a few weeks because of the corona and shit like that. So my favourite, apparently, is (laughs) I'm Scum. It starts with drums and bass. The chorus is heavier with a vocal pattern and drums which follows the heaviness. A very punk song. I also enjoyed, apparently, Rottweiler. I just love the sound and guitar sound. It's basic and it's 
raw. Mm. And that, to me, is quintessentially <laughs> what British punk is. Yeah. It's raw. <laughs> it's a good Sad year. Score. Ooh, that's good, that's good British punk. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's a good year. I mean, we are a reviews podcast. We have to be a bit... Strokey beard. Yeah, about everything. Good, yeah, but the thing about that is, I don't. I am in no position to stroke my beard over anything. I'm not the type. I don't know enough. Like I, I'm, I'm not a reviewer. I'm not a reviewer. <laughs> this isn't a review. I'm just giving my opinion All on the thing. The, the thing is, it's reviewed by two dudes. Well, you know a lot about hip hop, but it's just reviewed by two. You know, we're not like, oh, we're music journalists. We're like, oh, we're just... Review, album reviews. That's not also anything. That's not a thing. <laughs> no one's qualified like, to review anything. I know, but some people are right up their own ass about it. And we're, I'm trying not to be we're, up my own ass. We're down our own dicks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we're not very self-assured. We're like, oh, what am I saying? It's probably wrong. I'm chatting shit. Sorry, let's move on. Uh, what's your favourite lyric from Joy's An Act of Resistance by Idols? Oh, something I also wanted to say. Oh, yeah, go on then. But I can't read what I've written. <laughs> Samaritans, Samaritan, I think it is. The beginning, the drums sound like it's going to go into Nine Lives. Oh, yeah, like I know what you mean. Yeah. I do- At first time, I was like, oh! and then I was like, who's plagiarised who? Yeah. Um, well, we made, it, not- we made it first. I mean, it's pretty standard drum beat, well, isn't it? Well, that's like, well, yeah, it is, yeah. It is, and it's a pretty standard beginning. I like to think they still have a few. Anyway, oh my, my favourite line from I'm Scum is, and I can't remember the vocal pattern, because, like I said, it's been a few weeks. I don't care about the next James Bond. He kills for country, queen and God. We don't need another murderous tough. Oh, yeah. Oh, Down yeah. with posh people and... Money. Well, mur- the yeah. murder. <laughs> um, down with money. Well, that money has gone down, isn't it? That's <laughs> a global recession. Oh, yeah, um, fucking, it's like Mad Max out there at the moment. What was I going to say? Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, it's a very lyrical. Lyrics are what makes it makes this. If you had some other vocalists with some shit lyrics, this would be shit, wouldn't it? I think. Mm. Um, do you do you like the? Sorry, you probably don't remember, but I, I listened to it earlier today just to jog my memory. The thing because um, I'm what's it? I'm sorry, your nan's dead. Ah, lovely spread. <laughs> anyway, I loved it. Loved that. Loved part. That you remember? You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I loved that part. So, what's the next question? Uh, oh. Uh, do you, any other thoughts and feelings, and what is your score out of uh, five, Maddie? Overall, a good band. I would love to see them live. Oh, yeah. And I give them a rock hard, very solid Oof. four out of five. Nice. And a well deserved one. Congratulations, Idols. Oh. So yeah, that I give them my recommendation. If you want to hear a British punk band who <laughs> don't, don't like to be called British punk, that's the like worst thing about them. I think now I didn't know that, and I don't like it. That isn't bad. At, no, because I don't no, look. Why, 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 a fucking why punk. Like spade to spade, do you know what I mean? Calls a spade yeah, a spade. Course. This lad. Yeah. Eh? yeah, yeah. 
Just because a dog's born in a shed doesn't make it a fucking horse. I don't know. Sorry, that's a racist thing. Yeah, don't that. paraphrase um, racism. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly what these, uh, you know, got a lot. It's not what idols stand for. Yeah, I'm right. right yeah. Yeah. Well, what? why did you assign him and you talk about him for a bit, which, go on. Go on. Uh, uh, I just, you know, it's worked out quite well this week um, because I've just basically like, he kept assigning punk albums and I was like, all right, big balls, let's fucking assign you a punk album. Uh, then oh, you, I gave it back and I assigned yeah, you a hip hop album. I know, and it worked ah! out just like, like, like pure fucking magic and that. Fuck, you know. Um, <laughs> pure magic. <laughs> Fucking fucking serendipity in that, you know. Um, so that that's basically it. I think yeah, they're good. Uh, they're the, the sort of the um, what's the word? Fucking Radio Six crowd. They're they're very much in favour, which isn't always a good thing, but it's definitely not always a bad thing. And that's how I got into them. And there's a lot of people into them on the kind of scene that I play. There's a lot of people that are like, I can see these genuinely mean a lot. <clears throat> like the Glastonbury performance last year. Um, this yeah. is a song, Danny, what's his name? What's that song called? Fuck me. What's the Danny, th- what's his name? <laughs> Danny, not Danny Brewer. They've got a song. <laughs> That'd be mental, wouldn't it? They've got a song called Danny Nadelko. Who I believe is a friend of his that's a Polish immigrant, and he's the lead singer of another punk band. Whether they call punk or not, I don't know. But it's it's just like an anti-racism song, and it's you know with the whole. This was 2017 when Brexit was the most important thing. Now it's the coronavirus. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just fucking just just absolutely was. The, the band of the times, really, like in so many ways, like like they they really are saying, they are. Oh, what's the, what was I trying to say? They're like expressing what were the the genuine feeling of the country, or the anti-racist feeling of the country. Um, uh, yeah, so they're just that's it, really. <laughs> so diddly diddly dee, it's time for review number three. The story of Sonny Boy Slim is the second studio album by American blues musician Gary Clark Jr. Released on September the 11th, 2015 through Warner Bros. Records. The album features 13 original tracks and showcases many of Clark's signature moves. What? <laughs> Clark bends his, blends his pens. <laughs> Clark blends his usual styles of blues, rock and soul music with occasional touches of hip-hop and R&B to create his signature sound. And this was a request by uh, Sam Carter, so if you do... Um, and, <laughs> yeah, so if you do have any requests of albums you'd like us to review, please do email in at matjomenmusicreviews at gmail.com. OK, so what did you know of Thingy, Gazza Quaza Jazza, as I'm calling him now, <laughs> Gary Clark Jr., before... Other week. Well, I had heard of Gary Clark Jr. Oh, yeah. But couldn't recall any tracks by him. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty much the and same. What about you? Are you the same? I think so, but then again, it's 
Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe it was some someone something else junior. For I know. Uh Donald Trump what Jr. Were your, um, Sammy oh. Davis Jr. Another junior. Dory Funk Jr. Junior from the Sopranos. Yeah, Corrado Soprano Jr. Um Yeah, so uh what is what uh what are your expectations? Is that still a question or not? Yeah, it probably yeah. is for you, isn't it? Yeah, go on. They were fairly high um, expectations. I uh, I know Sam Carter. How do you? Is a, it's a bit of a music a fail. No, I know he likes his music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a bit good. Oh, yeah, expectations then. Well, nothing because I don't. I do know also Sam not as well as you, but don't know his musical taste. So <laughs> next question. What? What did you think of this, then, you? Eh? <laughs> Overall, I really enjoyed it. Um, you really, you can really hear the fusion of different styles mixed perfectly to create his own style of music. It sounds like I've copied the Wikipedia. <laughs> I haven't. It's a very chilled out music. I think it's the type of music you put on at the end of a party to create a laid back but relaxing atmosphere or just you know if you're entertaining and you want something on in the background that's not gonna you know intrude too much yeah. I am very interested to listen to his other stuff because he's collaborated with like a million other people as well yeah. which I found very interesting Childish Gambino actually I have heard that one he's done with Childish Gambino he's a rapper well, yeah, this leads me to what did you think of it? Seggers. Um, <laughs> I really liked it. It's all going on, is what I've written here. Blues, gospel, <laughs> rock, soul, R&B. It all feels very authentic. <clears throat> so, yeah, the, <laughs> the reality is that the vast majority of people these days don't just listen to one general genre of music from one time period. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that a lot of... The best artists of today would reflect that. I think he evokes a very old timey feel too, but it seems oh yeah, it seems I genuine agree. though, which isn't always the case. Mm. There's a lot of, especially those fucking yeah. There's a lot well, of what artists. I described him. What I described him. Sorry to interrupt you. I described him as a, a modern classic or a modern legend. Yeah, there's there's I just would you agree? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> There's uh, there's a lot of artists that try that you can tell they're like they've listened to some really old music. And it's like I'm gonna make that something that sounds like that, and they just don't quite pull it off. Um, but he pulled it off brilliantly, which makes sense because he's from Texas, Bagard. Uh, that being said, as an album, it does drag on a little bit. Just as an album, it's not like doesn't feel like one complete piece in that sense. Like a lot of good albums do it's just like a collection of songs to me um and then some songs hit more than others uh, i think he's the sort of artist i i would sort of like having a few good songs that i know and then go back to those ones specifically rather than like listen to all the album yeah uh so yeah have you got a favorite song yo i do my favorite song is our love you can really hear the blues influence yeah. and style. And I like the genuine feeling the vocals invoke. Not sure where I was going with that. 
And uh, it's a very flowing song. I also enjoyed Church. I liked I like the yeah. simplicity of the song. That's bare bones, but still lots of feeling. It's the mark of a talented artist if you can yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah. a bare bones song and it still sounds like the shit. So yeah, yeah, those two. Did you have a favourite song or songs? Uh, yeah, The Healing, the opening track. I liked it because it's a beefy chugger. <laughs> and the, what, what I mean by that is it chugs and it's beefy. Come on! Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, what's your favourite lyric? Uh, my favourite lyric? I struggled with this, even yeah. though I, they're quite clear and you can hear them all. They're not... My favourite, yeah, I sorry. guess, they're, they're not like, oh, yeah, that was... That was deeply profound, you know what I mean? Yeah, there, there's nothing like my leaps out is, too much on this. That's why I thought, oh, but yeah. Yeah, I thought, well, I said, like I said, it's a really chilled out album, so that's why nothing really leaped out at me. But my favourite line is from Cold Blooded. It's, I'm cold blooded, got to keep moving. Moving. Oh, yeah, it's that's good, yeah. gone too far. Shit me, I can't read my own writing. It's gone too far. Whoa, girl, for way, way too long. Oh, that is good, isn't it? And what's your favourite uh, lyric? Uh, it's from Grinder, which isn't about the thingy. Yeah. Well, I've been thinking too much that I've been thinking too much. Like that lyric. <laughs> but I don't, like I said, it's not like stacked with like sick lyrics, but yeah, that's the only one that leapt out me. So maybe we're just too shallow. We can't see I, the real message behind these lyrics. Uh, yeah, you're the cold-blooded one. I was like, oh yeah, guess you got to keep moving if your blood's cold to keep alive. Yeah. But so maybe yeah, they are sort of they do sound simple-ish, and he's sort of like that's the beauty of it. though. Yeah, I guess so. Part of the charm. And when you started thinking, like, oh, what when I was sort of listening. For the lyrics, I was like, oh, yeah, there's not as much going on there as I thought. Because I suppose there's, there's so much feeling in it. You just feel like he is saying more than he is. Uh, if that makes sense. Oh, God. We are not reviewers. <laughs> Yet we are yeah, reviewing. We're doing an all right job. That's what. That's why the two people who listen to us listen to us, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, what? Do you have a score out of thingy? <laughs> I do. A score out of five? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thingy, I do. Yeah. It is 3.5 out of five. Oh, snap. And deservedly so. <laughs> oh, do you give it the same? Same as his... Look. Oh, yeah, look at you, that. Yeah, well, I, you could show me if well, you want. Oh, I'll show you. I know, yeah, it's you can't just, see it's shit. It's just a white blur. Well, believe me, it was a 3.5. Believe it. Cool. Brilliant. Well, that's that then. So that's all the three reviews. Okay, so first of all, next week we'll be reviewing uh, yet another fan request, and this time it comes from Max Kirk. And Max Kirk. He's requested that we review Deloused in the... Has he just misspelled that? He's on the email. He's put Deloused in the Comatorium. So... Should I ask you the question first? Go ahead. So, Matthew, have you ever heard... Uh, oh, no, that's not the name of it. 
So Matthew, have you ever heard awkward by Ty? Spelt T Y. Uh, no, I'm afraid I haven't. Well, awkward, you say? Yeah. That's a bit awkward. And then is the artist's name's just two two letters T Y Ty. The artist's name's just two letters. Ty. Okay. Um, so I guess it's your turn. Yeah, well, yeah, man. Joe, <laughs> have you heard Elephant by White Stripes? Yes, I had it on vinyl. Oh, well, that one's <laughs> off the list then. Well, look I still at have you. it on. I, oh, have I had, it, had it on vinyl. I know, that's a wanker thing to say. But it's it a true, true thing. Why are you just about to not say... Okay, I had it. Maybe just don't tell people you had things on vinyl, even if you did. So, Joe, yeah. and I'm excited about this one. Have you heard Steal This Album by System of a Down? I haven't, but I, I, I did see it in a music shop and I considered stealing it. And then I thought I'd just be stealing the case. So, so I didn't, I couldn't do what they asked me to. But no, I never heard, I never actually had that album or listened to it or anything like that. Yeah. So there we go. That's what I'm listening to. Sorry about the white stripes. Excellent. Sorry. Sorry, right. Jack White. Or whatever. Yeah. Meg Fantastic. Brilliant. So if you would like to send in, a, send in a music request, please send an email to mattjomenmusicreviews at gmail.com. That email again is mattjomenmusicreviews at gmail.com. Doesn't matter if it's upper or lowercase, apparently. <laughs> or you can send us a message on our Facebook. Oh, yeah. Don't text us, I guess. <laughs> text us if you want. Well, you can just give our phone numbers like, out. <laughs> yeah, so Joe's number is 0776. I don't know. No, that'd be weird. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if, you, um, if you'd like to support our podcast financially, even if it's a very small donation of even a pound a month, then head over to patreon.com slash reviews And goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. Hello, I'm Matt. Hello, and I'm Joe. And welcome to Mad Joe, Mad Joe Men. Music Reviews Podcast. Two chums on a journey of musical discovery. Sharing their favourite albums with one another. And also listening to classic albums. For the first time together. Excellent. We changed the intro because the joke of us being out of sync because we're recording remotely... There's one thin. <laughs> yeah. But we'll well, sit... it works only a couple of times, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Those, you know, what if someone listened to that podcast for the first time? They'd be like, amateurs. Which, you know, we're not, are we? Not amateurs at all. No, it's like, what episode is this? Like, 10 or something? 12? Oh, yeah. It is. Episode <laughs> no. 12. I mean, oh, yeah, 12, yeah.